And this portion of the KC Crew Podcast is brought to you by Cricket Wireless. It's a new year and it's time for new possibilities. And do we ever need them? Cricket Wireless can help you make the easy switch to the plan that's right for you, starting at $30 a month. Smile and switch to Cricket. Activation and other fees and restrictions apply. Terms subject to change. See store for details. And this portion of the KC Crew Podcast is brought to you by American Express. Built to Last is a podcast by American Express that highlights the stories, history, and continued legacy of black-owned small businesses that shape American culture. Through these important conversations, host Elaine explores how the black business leaders of our past have inspired today's black-owned small businesses. Check out the debut season of Built to Last on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Kia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Yes, and first I just want to say thank you guys. You guys supported us uh, over the weekend. We hosted the NAACP Virtual Image Awards pre-party. So we hosted it. We talked about the last award show. We talked about the new award show. We got so much great feedback and great comments. So we just want to say thank you guys for riding with us and supporting supporting us. And thank you to BET and Facebook. Yes. Had a great time. It was Take Your Husband to Work Day. So for me, he allowed me to uh, work with her. <laughs> is that right? Yes. That's, how, that's how it went? Okay. Yeah, so. Sounds good. And also shout out to uh, everybody that has been purchasing tickets to the car show. So we announced our Atlanta car show. Uh, and it's a family fun day. We we do so many different things. We bring celebrity cars there. There's face painting. There's uh, stilt walkers. Stilt walkers. There's video games. There's a, there's a lot. You're getting of video going game on. trucks, right? Yeah, video game yeah. trucks. So mm-hmm. there's a lot going on. So hopefully we'll see you guys there in Atlanta. It's Fourth of July week, and the whole family's coming out. So uh, hopefully we'll get to see you. And of course we'll be masked up. So. We encourage everybody, yeah. regardless of where you're at, we're going to have mask on. <laughs> yes. Me uh, and the kids are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, hit up the link in his Instagram bio for tickets. That's right. And also, real estate. I know you guys have been hitting us about the real estate seminars and learning real estate. We'll be in Orlando, New York, Chicago, and Charlotte coming up. So just click the link in my bio so you can see everything. And uh, can't wait to see you guys. All right. So let's get this podcast started. Oh, I forgot. This is the basket. Oh, yes. That goes to our subscribers. So we pick subscribers weekly. Mm-hmm. About three. I wouldn't say three. I would say one or two. No, it's three. We pick, it's three. Benz, is it three? I just told you it's three. Benz is the boss, not you. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, Benz about to be fired. Ooh. <laughs> Not until after the car show, you ain't fired up. <laughs> that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> but uh, in the in this basket, you see there's a, a candle from Custom Candle Company. There mm-hmm. are socks. Hey, Marcy. Casey Crew socks, Casey Crew hats, and a bunch of goodies just to say mm-hmm. thank you. There's even chocolate in there. So if you're a subscriber, bunny. old or new, we're going to be sending you some cool Easter. things. That yes. is right. So just look, look out. Make sure you subscribe. And every week, we'll be picking a couple of subscribers. And sending you guys a cool basket just to say thank you. Yes. Ride it with us. As a matter of fact, I chose one of our subscribers who left the comments. Mm-hmm. Um, so this girl, I don't remember her name because mm-hmm. I wasn't really planning on mentioning her, but she just started listening to the podcast in January and has caught up to all of the podcasts. Really? Yes. So where are we? We're in April. So January to February, March, April. So in three months. She's listened to almost 200 podcasts, so I think she deserves a basket. Absolutely. Well, yeah, so comment, subscribe, whichever way. Well, you have to be a subscriber. Right. 
and leave a comment. There you go. Yes, there you go. All right. Well, let's get the podcast started. Now, I've seen this on social media, and I thought this was a good topic. All right. So, you should never have to tell a man how to treat you. And that's what I'm just now learning. Sometimes it feels like you have to teach a nigga when they ain't ever been in no real relationship. But nah, a man is going to treat you how he feel about you. And that's that. No slang on there, but you understand what I mean. So let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Does she have any validity to what she's saying? Um, I understand what she's saying. And I understand where she's coming from completely. Um, pretty much, she thinks that if someone feels something in their heart, then they're going to show it to you. So if they feel as though you deserve a nice dinner or quality time or a Netflix night or a gift on your birthday or just for you to treat them in a nice, kind, sweet way, they will do it because they feel as though they, as though they should be endearing towards you. Mm-hmm. I understand what she means, but I think the truth of the matter is that some people, and I don't think it's just men, I think some women don't know how to treat their partner mm-hmm. either. Um, I think that some people don't necessarily have the experience to treat someone the way that they deserve to be treated. Meaning some people might've come up without any mentors or without any examples, or they may not have come up with love in their household, a male figure, a female figure, a mother that was affectionate towards the father or a father that was affectionate towards the mother. So they may have a warped way of looking at love and relationships, and they may not know how to be demonstrative. Like I've shared with you guys um, before that my mother wasn't very affectionate, Mm -hmm. but she showed me how much she loved me on a daily basis in tons of other ways. I mean, love was pouring out of her. But if I took on her upbringing as an example, maybe I would walk away from my household and entering a new relationship thinking that maybe being affectionate wasn't the way. I was naturally affectionate and I wanted to be shown affection. So I went the exact opposite direction than what I saw in my household. So sometimes people do the same as they learn in their house. And sometimes people do the exact opposite. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think that oftentimes it's either someone who lacks experience. And then other times I think that you might just be dealing with a boy Mm -hmm. or a girl who doesn't know any better. Some things just don't come to people as naturally. So I do believe that you do have to treat people, excuse me, you do have to teach people how to treat you. I feel like in a lot of ways in our relationship, I had to teach you, uh, yeah, I had to teach you how to treat me. Um, But I also think that that's because we got together at such a young age. Mm -hmm. It was just certain things you weren't exposed to or had no knowledge of. And I also think that in certain veins, you were immature. And I think that I was far more mature than my age. So there were just certain things that came so naturally to me and certain ways of thought that came so naturally to me where I think it took you maybe years to catch on. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, I think her statement is bullshit. I think Ooh. that you have that to. That harsh? Yeah. Cool. Because in every relationship, no matter who you're dating, you can fall in love with somebody. You can be in love with somebody, but people like different things. For instance, um, we're all under each other, right? Mm-hmm. So 
I could have it. Let's say me and you weren't together and I'm up uh, and I'm with another girl. She might not want to be in a relationship where she, somebody's all up under her. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She might not want that. Not to say that like she doesn't like me, me or we don't like each other, but she doesn't want that. <laughs> right, so right. she's teaching me what she likes. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, um, you have some friends that, that need their space. You know, right. we don't ever have space from each other. That has to be taught. It could be something as little as, you know, we were talking uh, and I don't remember how we had this conversation, but some people don't even allow somebody to drink from the same cup from them. Oh, yeah. Even though they're together. Like, right. no, don't drink out of my cup. What? Get your own cup. Let me tell you something. My entire life. My mother raised us, do not ever drink after anyone, not even your own mother, meaning not even her. My mother would never share a drink with myself or my brother. And God forbid she ever saw me share a drink with you. I could be like, mom, we share a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, I don't care. Get your own cup and drink after your own cup. Right. So, yeah. But, but, you know, like that is something. I drink out of you. I drink from you all the time. You, you use my toothbrush. You use my toothbrush so? and my razor. So yeah, you don't have to share all that, but yeah, I do. That, that, that that's our relationship. But those are things that we do. But now, if you're not in a picture and I'm dating somebody else, they might be like, "I love you, but get your own cup, get your own toothbrush, get your own toothbrush." Because <laughs> I feel like get your own toothbrush. We, we don't I have to hide my toothbrush from him, y'all. We have like, the same. I literally have to hide. We my have toothbrush. the same exact toothbrush. So I, if it's on my side of the counter, I use it. I don't check to be like, oh, I wonder if this is. Gears. But for no. the fact that it's never on your side of the counter. No, you put it in my charger. Your toothbrush is in my charger. I have my own charger on my side no, of the bathroom. No, your toothbrush is always on Stop my it. side. Stop it. Stop using my toothbrush. You used my toothbrush before we had Sonicare toothbrushes. Well, yeah, I couldn't find my toothbrush. Where was there to lose it? Anyway, that's besides the point. Continue. But anyway, that is our relationship. (laughs) So sometimes those are the things that you have to be taught. Same thing in in sex. I mean, there might be some things in in bed that you like. And then if Guy and I, if I'm not with Guy and I'm with somebody else, they may not like that. Or the same thing with a guy. How could they like it? Hmm? They'd be dead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Continue. (laughs) They can't like or dislike nothing. All right. But but the same thing with me. Let's say say I like a certain thing. Guy is with another guy. And they are in, in a relationship. He might not like the same things that I like. So it has to be taught. You just don't know, you know, jump in a relationship and know everything about that person. Absolutely, positively, things need to be taught. Now, there's certain things, of course, you, you know, if you're, you're dating somebody, you open the door and you, you know, this, that, and the other. But some things you just don't. Like, it, it is what it is. You have to learn that person and you have to be taught. I don't know you. We're getting to know you. So teach me what you like. Teach me what you like to eat. Teach me what you don't like. Teach me what turns you on, what doesn't turn you on, what you like. You might have a foot fetish. I don't know. You know, maybe it is. So my thing is you have to learn. Um, I don't think that that's what she's talking about. What's she talking about? You're talking about um, the stages of getting to know someone and determining their preferences. Correct. She's talking about, I'm assuming dudes that don't know how to treat a woman Period. But even I think she's talking about, you know, how you speak to me, um, maybe love, maybe affection, maybe um, time spent together and things of that nature. I think she's talking about like like foundational issues. But even that, some people don't like that. Like we know a bunch of couples that you call me pook and I call you pook and I call you babe and I slap your ass. They don't have that relationship. It doesn't mean that they don't love each other. They just are not that in their relationship. They don't call each other pook. And And the same thing with up under you or the way we talk to each other or treat each other. Some people are not that same way. I know. 
So it, it, those are the things that have to be taught. Mm-hmm. And those are foundation things, but there's different foundations. Like I know couples that don't hold hands. That doesn't mean that they don't love each other. That's just how they are in that relationship. Some women are like, no, I don't want to hold the hands. I'm, I'm, I'm more independent. I don't want to hold your hand up. We see it all the time. No, don't touch my leg. I like to be this way. We are over affectionate. Mm-hmm. We hold each other with those hands. We grab each other's butts. We do all that. That's <laughs> just us in our relationship. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Those things have to be taught. Okay. For instance, I know people, I'm, in the, actually, I'm actually thinking about one particular person, a guy in a relationship who he loves or claims to love the girl that he's with, mm-hmm. but he's very standoffish. He's not communicative about his feelings. Um, he's not very affectionate. And his way of showing love is like, I do for you. So one of the love languages, acts of service. Mm-hmm. If there's something wrong with her car, he'll go take care of it. He pays a majority of the bills. He does things like that. And for him, that shows I, mean, he I, loves, I, wouldn't, right. I wouldn't do that for you if I didn't love you. So obviously I love you, but he's not touchy feely. Like when you're around him, he's not like a sweet guy. Correct. He's just, so I know she's probably sitting there thinking, I mean, I shouldn't have to teach him how to be friggin' nice. Like, isn't it natural when you love somebody or you care about somebody that you're just nice? I mean, that's him being nice, but he's not lovey-dovey. That doesn't make him not nice. No, not everybody's not, lovey-dovey. Not really, no, he's not really nice. It comes off as <laughs> not nice. I'm not talking about if you're not, you know, skipping down the street and swinging hands together, that's not nice. No, that's not what I mean. He's just very um, introverted and he doesn't tell her, like he never pays her compliments. And she's a dope chick, you know, like she's the type of girl that's deserving of compliments and he barely ever renders compliments or anything like that. So, like I said, and I I do think that it's part of his personality, but Mm -hmm. that's also what I was talking about when it comes to upbringing. And then, you know, as far as teaching, yeah, I do feel as though they've been together for a while. She missed the boat on teaching him to treat her. Mm-hmm. You know, she just suffered through all of this, what she considers mistreatment. And now they've been together for years. And now I feel like it's almost too late, you know, but let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. What does that teaching process look like to you? Cause I know what it looks like to me. Tell me what it looks like to you. I mean, a, a really it's a boot camp of, of how to make me feel good. Mm-hmm. That's okay. pretty much what it is. So we're together in a relationship mm-hmm. and I mean, we are. We're hypothetical, you and me, not real you and me. Okay. Okay, so hypothetical, you and I. Give me a different name then. Are in a relationship. Um, you're going to be. I'm Ernie. You definitely can't be Ernie. I want to be Ernie. Sorry to all the Ernies out there. I want to be Ernie. Uh, <laughs> you cannot be Ernie. Um, then I'll be. All right. Then I want a, a Rico Suave name. You could be Massimo. Nope. Why? Because that's the guy from the movie. That oh, you know. that is the guy. Three sixty five. That's true. That's true. You wanted an exotic name, um, Dante. No. Tyrone. No. Um, uh, Marquez. <laughs> that's that's a last name. If anything, Marcus, darling. Marcus. Marquez. But I want to. I'm not going to call you Marquez. Call me Marquez. My All right. Name is Marquez. Okay. So your name is Marquez. What's your name? What's my name? Give me a name. I don't care. Uh, let's do. Bertha. 
You just trying to waste time. Come on, come on, Bertha. You Bertha. I'm, I'm Mar- definitely not. If I'm, I'm Bertha, then you're back to Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> on, Bertha. Okay, Bertha and Ernie. I can't. Bertha. I can't. Okay. Good. Okay. 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 So Bertha and Ernie. I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he was saying. <laughs> Teaching you in a relationship. How would that go? I said right. boot camp. And I said, I want to pick a name. We said we're not each other. Okay. Go. No, no, no. I don't want to, I don't want to role play. I'm just saying. So we are hypothetical us, right? I don't know how to treat you. Mm-hmm. There are things that I don't do that you think should just come naturally. Not things that we have to get used to about one another, like sex and, you know, things like that. Holding hands. Just, I don't treat you well. At least... In your interpretation, I don't talk to you. I don't rub your head. I'm not affectionate. You don't find that I'm loving towards you. Maybe you got with me and you stuck with me because you think that I'm smart or you think that I'm funny. Um, you like the fact that I have a good job and that I'm a college graduate and I'm successful and I'm mm-hmm. ambitious and goal-oriented, goal-oriented and motivated and things like that. So those are the things that attracted you. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like the meat and potatoes of like the love and affection and being demonstrative of those things, I don't do those things. What do you do? What does that boot camp well, look like? Well, first of all, I can think about it like this. Maybe she has something in her past where it's it's blocking her from doing it. Right. Maybe she's been sexually assaulted as a child. I didn't say maybe anything she, wrong with the sex. I didn't say that. Well, but I'm just saying, but maybe that's making her, you know, not show all her feelings. Okay, so you're being understanding about so be like, it. What do you do? Like Bertha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Ernie. Bertha. <laughs> you know, First of all, Bertha, you know, mm-hmm. you got to, you got to, you got to swallow. Here we go. Here we go. This is not where I was trying to go with this, Rashawn. Um, uh, you want me to do this or not? Go ahead. You got to swallow. Not the wrong swallow. It's actually, okay, you can't get pregnant from swallowing. But I just, I just, you know, I don't know. Something is just, you know, if you're very close and I want you to open up to me a little bit more, you know? Like, I, I want you to tell me how you feel. I, I want you to, to hold me, to love me, to kiss me, Bertha. Like, I want you to rub my head, Bertha. <laughs> you don't do that. And that's making me feel like you don't love me, like you don't want to be with me. And I want to feel love. Just like I love you when I rub you, and hopefully you feel love. I want to feel love, Bertha. But we're two different people. All right, but this is what I like. And in this relationship, sometimes we have to make sacrifices. But that doesn't come naturally to me. Either he doesn't eat your hairy pussy, but I do it anyway. Wow. Well, um, that was too much. (laughs) 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 Okay. So my response to that is these are things that I'm not used to doing and I've never done those things in a relationship. And I feel as though when we got together, you got together for me. And you knew my personality. Things changed. And you seemed. We evolved. Excuse me. And you seemed like you were okay with that. And now all of a sudden, it seems to be a problem. I'm missing something and, and I want more. And if I it's think, a problem, then maybe you know we're just not right for one another. I mean, because I think, I'm comfortable with the way that I treat you and the way that I'm, I behave in this relationship. I think we're both in love with each other. And I think that in a relationship, we both should make sacrifices to make sure the other person is happy. And I'm not happy. I, I want more affection. So this is what usually happens. Okay. I'll work on it. Okay. I'll work on it. All right. Hold my hand now. Okay, great. So then time goes on. Mm -hmm. I say that I'm going to work on it and I don't. And you're left feeling the same way. Now you have to teach me. What does that look like to you? Okay. Are we in bed? 
Okay, that's not what I'm getting at. This is what I'm getting at. I'm listening. I feel is that I feel as though sometimes, probably most of the time, people have to suffer in order to learn a lesson. Because Bertha was being resistant mm-hmm. to you stating your feelings, right. right? And like most people in relationships, hey, okay, I'll change. I'll work on it. You know, I'll be better. And then they don't. You know, all of us have been in that bed where you're expecting something better and you just get let down time after time after time. And it's conversation after conversation after conversation. And for me, that's very frustrating. At that point, I feel as though people have to learn the hard way. And I feel like it's almost their choice to learn the hard way. Like you can have it easy. We could have nice conversations and you can do what I need you to do, or at least we can come to a meeting of the minds, or I'm going to have to start, start slapping the back of your hand. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So for me, that teaching means me maybe ignoring you, Mm -hmm. me not spending as much time with you, me not talking to you or engaging as much. Um, If we don't live together, me not coming to your house, me not doing the special things that I used to do. Maybe me not feeling connected enough to be intimate with you. Me withholding things until you understand that the way that you're treating me is affecting me and affecting the way that I affect you. I mean, yeah, I agree. I I mean, I think sometimes you got to slap somebody in the back of the hand and and hold out to make sure that they are willing to try to teach you that, to try to treat you the way that they want, you know? And then with that, I'll say some people are worth being taught and others aren't. You know, Mm -hmm. once you put in a reasonable, reasonable amount of energy and effort to try to get somebody on the right track of what it takes to love you the right way, if they're not catching on. There are some people that maybe they have enough positive attributes that it's worth doing more work. And some people, I think that if you feel like you can't get them there quick enough, then they're just worth letting go. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to talk about that. I thought that was a great topic when I read it and I was like, damn, I mean, I think that you should, you know, teach your spouse how to love you. Or, you know, start teaching. And I think that it should. I don't see nothing wrong with that. I think in relationships, sometimes that, that has to happen. Like you said, sometimes, you know, past relationships are horrible. But sometimes people just don't know. And I think teaching them is not, is not bad. I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. So I have a girlfriend who asked me to ask you your opinion. Um, and she asked me to ask you on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can tell me your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, so she just started having sex with a new guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. They've only had sex twice. Mm-hmm. And he no, he does not sting. Okay. I think his hygiene is just fine. He's a good looking guy. Mm-hmm. Um, good body. He doesn't eat the box. Nope. That's not the problem either. Um, well manicured, sexy, all that good stuff. She's into him. Then the first time that they had sex, she was all into it. And, you know, as far as she's concerned, she was doing her damn thing. Mm-hmm. With him, he just seemed like he was a taker. When it came to the performance aspect, it fell flat. Her words to me was, Gia, he was trash. Mm. I said, what do you mean? Like, little package? She was like, no, good package. I was like, didn't know how to move it. 
it was like, she said, she was like, no, he knew how to move it. It wasn't that. It was not like he was deficient in any way. It's just as though he was like one of those guys that was like, yeah, like, do your thing, ma, type, you know? Like, she was there to please him. She was there to service him. She pretty much said that he was a taker. And I've heard that, you know, I've mm -hmm. heard that. I want to know your perspective as a guy. Do you feel as though guys are as concerned about their performance as women are? And do you, because then you, you hear about guys that are like, yeah, I put it down. I did this, I did that. So I'm like, oh, you know, there is that whole male ego when it comes to sex and intimacy. But then you hear about guys that just want a girl to, you know, technically show her ass, you know? Mm -hmm. What do you think? So this is what I, I, I think. Most men will tell you this. If they meet a girl uh, and it's the first time they're having sex, mm -hmm. they usually will go over and beyond to please. Most men. Okay, so a guy does care about what she's going to run back and tell her friends. Right, absolutely. Okay. So a dude might take a gas station pill. They might take a, uh, if you're Jamaican, a Guinness Stout in Hennessy. <laughs> Uh, you might, whatever, whatever floats your boat, you will try mm -hmm. because you want to make sure that you please, because you don't want to go back and it'd be like his, like her, your friend did his package was trash. No, his package was fine. His performance was trash. Well, his performance was trash, right? right. Mm -hmm. You don't want that. So most men will go hard. Now this guy, he's probably from a long-term relationship. No. He's not, he hasn't been in a relationship. He hasn't been in a long-term relationship. Let me just... Well, he has been, but he's not coming off of a long-term relationship. Let me tell you what her thoughts were, and then you can kind okay. of piggyback and tell me what you think. He's a very good-looking guy. Like, girls run after him. Mm -hmm. So she feels as though he never has to do the work. Yeah. He never has to do anything because he has a good body, good package, good-looking. Like, you know, he has everything. So he just sits back like... right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I would say this. I would say in uh, most relationships, uh, that is odd. But I, sometimes if you have a conceited guy, I'm sure that can happen. He just feels like, look, I'm fly. You please me. It's your, it's your privilege to be with me. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are some guys that feel that way. Uh, I would be concerned because uh, he doesn't want to please back. So he's not trying to impress her. He's not trying to put it on her. He's not trying to do that. Usually that's a 16 year old relationship that really doesn't know. Yeah, he just did like the run of the mill stuff, like right. the normal, like we've been together for 10 years and it's Wednesday night. Like, maybe, let's just get it over with. But maybe, maybe his performance has always been trash. Maybe he's just been trash and hasn't had anybody that he's been sexually compatible and really showed him what it was. Um, she might have to teach him like, no, no, you just don't put your heads behind your back and it's, it's over. No, no, that's not what's going to happen tonight. Mm -hmm. This is what's going to happen. You know, it might take them watching porn together. It might take them reading Karma. What is it? Karma Sutra? What is it? Common who? <laughs> Tantra. Whatever. It might take them reading a book to understand different, different things. But no, she, in that instance, she's going to have to show him, you know, because he's probably been in relationships before where he feels like I'm the catch. Yeah. I, I'm the celebrity. I'm the star. Or I'm whatever it is. You take care of me and it is what it is. But it can't be like that because she's not pleased. And, you know, she has to tell him like, no, like I want more. I just don't want, I'm not just going to please you and then keep it moving. No, I want, I want it to be reciprocal. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> you know, that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be reciprocal where mm-hmm. we both enjoy and we both happy. And if that's the case, I mean, even in our, our relationship at first, I wasn't necessarily the best. You tried. I, I you tried. definitely tried. I you tried. were never a slouch. I tried. You definitely tried. I didn't know what I was doing, but I tried. But you tried. But, you were never a slouch. But now it's to the point where I I can read your body. I understand your right. body. Mm-hmm. I understand you and we please each other differently. He just has to get to that point. She just has to have that uncomfortable she conversation. She said that when it was all done and he fell asleep, she just propped herself up on her elbow and was looking at him like, now you had to know you were trash, right? Like there's no way that you left this experience not knowing you were trash. Or- no disrespect to your friend. I don't know who this friend is. Maybe that's what he wants your friend for. Maybe he's not looking for a relationship and looking for her to be a pleaser. Just suck me off and just F me and, and keep it moving. I'm not trying to please you because I don't like you like that. That could be it too. Hey, well, you're going to have to have a conversation with her. Uh, who is it? I can tell you. Ooh, not tell now. Me. I'll tell you later. All right. And this portion of the Casey Crew podcast is brought to you by American Express. Now, I want to recommend another podcast I'm sure you guys will love. Built to Last is a podcast by American Express. Now, you know I'm into financial freedom. You know I'm into owning my own and helping people start their own businesses. Well, the debut season focuses on Black-owned small businesses that need our support more than ever. In each episode, host Elaine explores the story of a Black-owned business trailblazer of the past that has inspired a modern Black-owned business. The podcast features small business owners like Pinky Cole of Atlanta's food truck turned restaurant, uh, Slutty Vegan, and a host of others. It's definitely a podcast you want to check out. Plus, there's a special check-in with modern-day Renaissance woman Issa Rae. Check out the debut season of Built to Last on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcast. Built to Last, great podcast. Let's get to the email of the week. Hey, Gear and Handsome Envy. Envy, this is so long, so brace yourself and don't complain about the length. You were warned. Okay. Call me Mimi. I got married to my now husband April of last year. It was important to me and my dad that he walked me down the aisle before he passed. I'm so thankful that I have that treasured memory because he passed two months later. Looking back, I knew there were red flags before we got engaged, and that's what led us to going to therapy. We successfully found we were capable of working out our issues on our own, so we stopped therapy. I love my husband. I truly do. So I decided to take on the responsibility of financially supporting him while he went back to school. He decided recently he wanted to go to school even longer after telling me we start having a family a year from now. He told me, well, let's wait even longer. I was heartbroken because I recently suffered a miscarriage and he was an asshole about the experience. Wow. His extended family isn't too keen on me, so it makes a family get together real difficult and painful for me. It led to me almost filing for divorce a few months ago. I didn't, but I told him I needed a partner who would stand up for me and protect me. So he was going to take changes or he was going to make changes and figure out if he wanted me to put his wife first or his family. Damn, this is long. Fast forward to today. I I recently went on a work trip and met an amazing guy while at a work party on the beach. Damn it, man. Mm. (laughs) He's much older than me and is divorced father of two beautiful little girls. He and I intellectually uh, challenged Yeah, he and I intellectually challenged and were in tune with each other during our conversation. We talked about the racial divisions in our country conversations. Uh, This man stimulated my mind, soul, and heart. Damn it, man. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't let you go nowhere. (laughs) 
<laughs> you aren't ready to <laughs> stimulate my mind, soul, and heart. That's right. Okay. I saw him the next night to watch the sunset, and we ended up grabbing dinner. I found that I became physically attracted to him. Damn it, man. A feeling I hadn't felt for my husband in a long time since he stopped keeping up with fitness. Damn it, man. I had always feared I'd forever have a low libido. But after meeting this guy, I started having dirty thoughts again. I'm not proud of this next part, but that night, he and I had mind-blowing sex. His tongue game alone was enough to send me over the edge. We had sex five times. <laughs> you cheated on your husband? Oh my goodness. Hey. I'm back home, and after hours of discussion, I told my husband I no longer want to kiss with him. Damn. And I couldn't see myself being with him due to inability to put anyone but himself, his dog, or his mom first. He begged me to work things out, but I'm still so unhappy in my current marriage. I had no intentions of breaking my vows, but I'm really depressed. I talked to the other guy yesterday for nearly an hour, and I felt myself truly smiling and laughing from happiness. I know you two aren't professionals, but what should I do? I love my husband, but the love is only now as a friend. I feel I found my person, but I feel stuck. Plus, my husband's niece and nephew think the world of me, and he mentioned the other day, if we get a divorce, his niece and nephew would be devastated. But right now, I can't see myself being with this man forever. Please help me, Mimi. Okay, let me drop a few thoughts. All right. Oh, Mimi. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Where to start? Okay, first, Mimi, you're wrong for cheating. Um have had that conversation with your husband and started making moves before um towards divorce before you did anything inappropriate with but this man she might not have been feeling that way until she met the new man i was just about to say that um but whichever way whether she would have come to this conclusion or not cheating wrong cheating is wrong it's um a reflection of integrity and and things like that. Uh, I believe in being a stand-up person. And even if you're unhappy in the situation that you're with, that you're in, that you see that through and you end that before you make a decision to move on and start something new with someone else. Um, I understand what got you to the place of cheating. And that's never an excuse. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is... Um, when we read emails and we respond to emails, you know, I try to listen as a friend um, and from a non-judgmental place. So there's no judgment here. Um, and what I would tell my friend is be very, very careful. Okay. You just met this person. And when you meet someone, typically see the best version of them. It's the honeymoon time. The version that they want to put forth to get you to like them. So the things that they say, the things that they do, their lovemaking, everything is typically done to please, to lure you, um, or at the very least to enjoy you and to have you enjoy them. Sometimes those things fade, number one. Number two, um, sometimes it's just for a season. When you just meet somebody, you don't really know what they have intended for you. They might just be looking at you as a plaything, or they might see you as a potential wife. 
that early on in a relationship, you don't have the discernment necessarily to tell the difference. You may think that you do, and it's possible that you could be right with whatever you think, but it's too early on to tell. And if you leave your relationship because of this man, that relationship winds up falling flat, then you're left with nothing but regret and the knowledge that you moved too hastily. And that would be a mistake. But what I will say is listening to your email, you don't really like your husband. (laughs) Um, You were considering divorce before you met this guy. The things that you described about your husband, he puts his mama, his dog, and his self Mm -hmm. first before you. Yeah, that's all a problem. And what was the first thing that she was upset about the email? Um, It wasn't just his his uh, selfishness. He was an asshole when she had a miscarriage. Yeah. I mean, there's that. And from what I understood, correct me if I'm wrong, he he keeps delaying having having a child. Right. And yeah, school. Yeah, she continues school. Yeah, he wants to continue. He wants school. to continue school, and that's and why he keeps using it. Yeah, she's financially supporting the as a reason to delay having another baby. And then she said that he was insensitive or whatever when it came to her miscarriage. So you really don't like him very much, seemingly. If that is the case, and you are willing to get a divorce or wanting to get a divorce either way, then go ahead and get that divorce because. I would not remain married to someone that I didn't like, that was insensitive, that was selfish, and that I could say it that quickly and that easily. Like it was very easy for you. It was very clear. And if my dislike for that person, I don't want to say pushed me into the arms of another another man, that's just for dramatic effect because I don't really believe that to be the case. But because of that, I found myself in the arms of another man and then liked it. At the very least, even if you leave your husband, start dealing with dude, right? And then it doesn't work out with dude. At least you know that that magic or whatever it is that you enjoyed so much about dude, at least you know that that's out there. At least you know that that's something to be found. At least you know that that's something splendid that you did not have with your husband. And then you can walk away saying, all right. I don't have either of them, but now I'm on a mission to find my forever person. I just don't want you to leave your husband for this guy because at the end, it may amount to nothing at all. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Um, First of all, I would say, and not to say that your husband was right, right? But I would say, let's break this down. First, when a woman is pregnant, and this is not an excuse, but I do want you to understand When a woman is pregnant, I think most men don't know what to do. You try to be there, right? But a lot of times you really forget what is going through, what is going on in a woman's body, right? We don't get pregnant, so we don't necessarily know, right? So when Gia gets pregnant, she's usually, sometimes she's tired. um, Sometimes she's exhausted. Um, But for myself, it's hard to realize that and see Gia like that because Gia is somebody with so much energy. She's, she's always cooking. She's always running around with the kid. She's always doing this. So now when I'm tired and she's tired, you forget that 
she is building, I don't want to say building like it's Build-A-Bear, but building this baby in her. Creating. Creating this baby Giving in her. life to. Right. So it's taking so much energy, so much of her yeah. strength. So a lot of men don't know what that is because they don't know. Yeah, your body is doing it. So it's creating right. exhaustion. So your them, body is hard at work on the inside. Right. So them being an asshole, sometimes is that they just don't know. Right. And. Ah. I'm, 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 uh, sounded good I'm but just telling you it's that could be a little part of it that, that's the truth but you um, would never you would never be a jerk to the woman that's carrying your baby unless there's something wrong with you or unless she's a jerk to you um I, I would say a lot of men I don't think un necessarily understand completely and they're a jerk and don't even know that they're okay. a jerk and, I, and, I, and I'll break it down wait, I'll explain to you wait, how. let me just ask you a question first right because I've seen this happen with people that I've known and I've never really understood it because that's never been my experience with you. Mm -hmm. But as a man, when you find out that your girl, your wife, whomever is pregnant, I would assume that if you want the baby, mm -hmm. that you know, you're filled with joy and you're looking at this woman like, wow. first of all, it was love that created this baby that's brewing. And I would think that you would look at her like, wow, this is the vessel that is carrying my baby, that is bringing life, bringing a life that we created. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you just, I always imagine that a man would and should look at that woman, like at his pregnant woman, like, wow, you are doing God's work. Like you are amazing. Just being able to carry a baby and give birth and nurture this baby daily for nine months and go through all the things that most women go through um, while they're pregnant. For most women, it's not a cakewalk. So to go through all of that suffering, that agony, some women, uh, they develop uh, like gestational diabetes and, you know, things like that and whatnot. Like you're going through something. Wouldn't you think that a guy would kind of just be like, you know what? A, let me be on my best behavior. B, let me not do anything to stress her out. And three, let me make this the most amazing experience of her life. Like, like I want this to be something memorable and beautiful for her. Like, why would that not come naturally? Yeah. Because most men don't know what it feels like and don't know what it is. I respect you being pregnant, but I didn't respect respect until we had a miscarriage. Right. Oh, explain. Um, me personally, mm -hmm. when you were pregnant, you were still running, jumping, chasing this, that, this, that, and the other. So, from my experience with a woman pregnant, isn't like any oh, any other experience, right? Okay. So, for myself, I don't necessarily respect it the same. Like I, <laughs> I understand, I can't be the medium. Like, oh my gosh, I'll go get this for you because you need it. Because I'll already go bed. get it myself. So you want to get the shit yourself. <laughs> Right, right. So, right. you know what I mean? So, I wouldn't respect the pregnancy like somebody else because it wasn't in my cards like that. Let me just clarify that. What he's talking about is um, like when I'm pregnant, I don't suffer through uh, nauseousness um, or anything. Like, my pregnancies have always been very, very easy. I go the entire nine months as though I'm not pregnant. Um, the only thing that I do suffer through is um, some exhaustion and maybe sleeping a lot in the first three months. 
but that's what my experience is. So that's what he's referring to. Right. So for myself, I don't experience what other people experience. So I don't respect it the same. I don't think about, oh my gosh, my wife is, is creating this, this. But you didn't look at me as a vessel. No, I didn't. (laughs) I really like, I I look at you as the homie, like, Hey babe, let's go. Like, let's be honest. We went fucking roller coaster riding when you were pregnant. Okay. Yeah. We went zip lining when you were pregnant. We went scuba diving. We went yeah, scuba done, diving when you were when we were fucking pregnant. Yeah, we've done everything while exactly. I was pregnant. So I've been pregnant for so for day. myself, what the fuck vessel are you thinking about? Like this motherfucker be with me. We this is my boy. We jumping over shit. Like <laughs> that's how I look at it. I didn't realize uh-huh. what it was and and how difficult it is for women to have children until we lost a baby. Right. When we lost it, and you start speaking to doctors, and the doctors are saying, you know, this is normal. So many women lose kids, you know, and this, that, and the other. And then you start realizing that nature, what right? it is. How much of a blessing right. but at first, it is, and I how didn't... hard some women, well, some couples right. but, fight but just to be able to I have didn't. a baby. But I didn't see that at first. At first, I'm like, Ugh, pregnant, okay, baby comes nine months, keep it moving. Next month, like, that's how it was. That's what it looked like. Yeah. Oh, another month, mm, okay. nine months, baby, okay, cool. Another one, then <laughs> another name, Logan. Oh, okay. Another one. Babe, nine months later, okay. London. That's what it was. I mean, it was very easy for us. You Labor, the delivery, everything. So I, I didn't respect it the same. So I get it. if you were going through, like if you were too tired or something, I might be like, he's just using this pregnancy shit to get a little fucking TLC. Mm-hmm. That's what I would think because you've been my nigga the whole time, like swimming, scuba diving, <laughs> like roller coasting. Uh-huh. Like we did everything. Like doctors say no flying. We're flying. Yeah, I was climbing through windows, right. locked out of but that, houses. But, but that's pregnant. what I'm saying. We, I just didn't, I didn't yeah. understand and respect it. Mm-hmm. So the back to what you're saying. So I can get why maybe a man didn't necessarily respect it. Let me ask uh, Estat. Now, Estat, you have two kids. When your girl was pregnant, did you respect her like you should, or was it like she was the homie? Did you was she a vessel, and did you take care of her and rub her feet and get her food? She was the homie. She was the homie. But he also said because he was young. But still, she, he was the homie. He what about your second did. child? He's still a homie. And it's not that I'm sure he didn't realize it, but that's how we look at it. I didn't, when I got older. See, he said if he had a kid now, he would understand now. Would you treat her like a vessel? He said, absolutely. Me the same way. Like, it's totally different. But you treated me like no, a vessel. I treated you like a vessel, but... If you were pregnant now, I would treat you even better because I know the complications and the problems and how hard things are. Or so that, that it could be. That it could, it could be. be. Right. So now with the um with you, I get it. You know, your man is is wanting to work, you wanted to have a family, y'all not on the same page. I would just say this. I understand how you feel about your man, and I know even by meeting this new guy it makes you hate your old man even more. But I would just say this. I've seen so many times where people jump out that window and think everything is hunky-dory. And then two months later, they're like, fuck, I missed back home. And by that time, it could be too late. It might be over. It might be a wrap. The bad things about when it's, when, when it's the monkey bar syndrome, like you're holding on one and you're fucking with the other one. The problem is, <laughs> the problem is, is a guy is going to do everything possible to win you over. He's going to say everything nice. He's going to say everything sweet. He's going to say everything you need to hear. And nine times out of 10, you want to hear it because this nigga's treating you like poo-poo. So what I would say to you is, first of all, don't tell him you cheated. I wouldn't tell him you cheated. So you're not for honesty? I am, but not, not that honest. Why? Uh, huh? Why? Because she still doesn't know what she wants to do yet. Like, figure out what she, she wants. She wants a divorce. 
Make sure you want the divorce because you get the divorce and, and make sure, and the new guy, Rico Suave, might not be fucking with you anymore and you stuck. So just make sure that's really what you want to do. Um, have a conversation with your man first. See if, if you can work it out. Maybe even go to therapy one time to see if it makes sense. And if it doesn't, then, you know, call it quits. Um, therapy is not going to get her that mind-blowing sex that she experienced with dude. Well, nothing will. Do you know what I mean? But like the conversations where they're though. talking about, you know, race wars that's in the country. Shit. And, do you know, but here's the thing. It's the unveiling of those feelings. It's new shit. And I'm sure a lot of you have experienced this. It's new penis. New it's penis the, makes it feel that way. New not, conversation. Just, new lip, yeah, I don't know because he's infatuated just, over her because he's trying to win her over. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, so that makes him go harder because he knows that exactly, she's married. Exactly. Okay. You know, there, there's yeah. certain things like, for instance, me and you are in a relationship and we've, we've been married 20 years this year. Yes. When you come home, I still next kiss month. you. Next month. Next yeah. month. I still come, when, when I come home, I still kiss you. I hug you. And then we squeeze these buns, squeeze those buns. And then what it is, <laughs> then you run one way and I run a one, uh, run another way. Right. Mm-hmm. Until we get back later on with food and dinner and wash the kids. In that relationship, he might be like, let me eat your box right now. And he might do that. And she might be like, oh, my gosh, my husband doesn't eat my box like that in the afternoon. No, because he got to go pick up the kids. (laughs) No, because he got to go work. So a new guy is willing to do everything possible to be fresh and to be new. He'll do things that your husband won't do because he's used to. Okay. Also, you're saying that the new relationship is a relationship without kids. Meanwhile, your old relationship is a relationship with baggage and kids and things that are pulling you away. So you're saying that you have the advantage and the ability to experience this world of wonder because there's no other distractions. It's just that world of wonder. Like for instance, right? So you're saying don't be so judgmental towards your Correct. Like Uh us, right? For instance, right? Okay. Did we have sex last night? No. Why didn't we have sex last night? Because I was very, very tired. No, besides that. Brooklyn? Exactly. Oh. Who slept in the middle of us? It's Brooklyn. And who's the hater that tries to sleep in the middle of us every night? It's Brooklyn. Okay. But we usually we usually work it out. I think we didn't work it out because I was exhausted last right. night. But for us to have sex with Brooklyn. I don't want to have sex with Brooklyn. You know, you know what I mean? It's a movie. We have to move her. <laughs> Did that sound crazy? I, I, know, I did. That. We have to move her. <laughs> we have to put her on the side. We have to have a, a pillow, a pillow fort, so that a she pillow can't, fort. A pillow yes. fort, so she can't see us. Yep. Or we try to move her in the bedroom, and then when we move her into another bedroom, we know then we we're, we're got... in the middle of the do, and then she comes back knocking on the door. Right. So it's, it's, it's not the sexy sometimes, right? Yes, it's very true. Now with Rico Suave, you have me up against the wall like this. Exactly. He yes. could be. He could be all that. I'd be like Bricky Who. Right. <laughs> but I can't. I'm. You know. I got one leg pumping, and I got the other leg peeking over the thing to see if she's up. You know what I mean? The other lo- other leg, Charlie Horson. Other leg, Charlie Horson. <laughs> so it ain't, it ain't it ain't the necessary to Rico sweat the sexiest thing. Right. But it's what you get when you with me. But right. I love you. Right. Right. Now, but, Rico, but wait. But Rico Rico Suave could love me, and I could get the bomb. Mandingo. That's right. No Brooklyn. He could lay up with you. Y'all mm-hmm. could walk around the house naked and y'all good money. Right. Me, you know, this, what, what, what do I got to say when I leave the bed? What? What do you say? What do you say to the, when Brooklyn's in the bed? What do you mean? Close your eyes. Don't look. <laughs> don't peek. Put your head down. 
And I got to run and find my, my, my basketball shorts. <laughs> but I'm saying it right. is what it is. So, of course, Rico Suave is going to give her the bomb thing that she, oh, my gosh, I love. I'm so into. Mind-blowing. Yeah. Okay, okay, all right. Okay. You're enjoying that. <laughs> Looks like he's enjoying that. But I would just say have the conversation with your man. Maybe. But you know something, Rashawn? Can I just stop you right there? Your advice at the end of every email cannot be have a conversation. Do you feel me? <laughs> you need a conversation. What are you going to do? Lead a nick? You got to have a conversation. Your advice for every single email is you got to have a conversation. All right. If I hear you say have a conversation one more so time, what do you suggest? I'm going to spontaneously combust. <laughs> okay. Just say talk to him. Just say something besides conversation, please. Or maybe you need to talk to him. Maybe go see a therapist, work it out at home first. And then if you still want to leave, then tell him peace one. So realistically, you think that she should go home. And even though she did experience all that excitement and all of that, um, that newness and um, feelings, you know, it's not just great sex. It's the feelings that even got her to the bedroom. Mm -hmm. You know, he had to stimulate her mind and... You know, all that other good stuff. It's easy even- when you got a little wine in you and you, you, you hate the fact that your man is doing you dirty and, oh my gosh, you're new, you're handsome. Oh, look at the sky. Oh, nobody's around. Oh, did you just kiss me? Oh my gosh, my pussy's wet. Okay, let's go to the bedroom. Yeah, that's easy to do. But whichever way, so knowing what else is out there, because clearly she either didn't know before or she has forgotten. Even with all of that, you feel as though she should have a conversation and try to work things out with her man. I just say who she true. feels has done her dirty and is selfish and she is the last person on the totem pole and he's pushing off having a baby and treated her like trash when she was pregnant. Yes, I'm okay. with when you get married, you got married to him for a reason. Okay. And <clears throat> I think that if you didn't work it out, you wouldn't give it a fighting shot before you leaving. Now if you worked if you tried to work it out and it still didn't work, then leave. Bye bye bye. Do what you gotta do. And what does she do with dude in the meantime? But do it on ice. He's not going nowhere. You gave him. He the, might. He, he might him. go finesse another chick. Well, she might he, lose him forever. Well, I would say, if if what do they say? If you let the bird go and he comes back, he's yours. If not, fuck him. Um, I don't know she what it did is. Already. But that's what I would do. I would have that conversation with my or have that talk with my man. <laughs> And uh, be honest and see where that goes. Give but it a don't fight tell and shot. him. No, give it a fight and shot. And then if it doesn't work, then leave. Okay. Hmm? All, right. Well, All right. Sounds good. Well, it's time to get up out of here. We will see you guys next week. Don't forget, we want to see you in Atlanta for our car show. And subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. What's the date of the car show? July 3rd. And subscribe if you want one of these beautiful baskets. I might even throw in something else, too. Well, this one's already sealed, so we're not yeah, gonna throw anything in this one. one. Maybe another yeah, one. Maybe I mean, yep. I was thinking about like some box, like, like worn boxes, like where is it? Stop it! You're so disgusting. <laughs> this thing's like envy. <laughs> 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 we'll see you next week. I'm DJ Envy, and I'm Dia Casey, and that was another edition of the Casey Doodles. Doodles. Doodles.